Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week, and BetOnline is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, uh, NFL and college football, and NHL in full swing, BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to the bet online. Head to bet online today to get on, in on the action. Don't forget to use our promo code Believe to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code B L E A V. Bet online where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where, of course, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me is a man who played not only professional baseball, but also played in the National Football League for that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm talking about my brother, none other than Ed Easy Smith. What is good, my brother? What's what's going on, Jay? One, uh, one more in the books, and uh, the clamoring is, is, is at high break right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um... Let's get to it. So this, so the Arizona Cardinals welcomed the uh, the Baltimore Ravens in to uh, State Farm Stadium, and it, the the final score is a bit deceiving. It was what thirty one twenty four was the final score. Um, yeah, but it was it was. It, it was pretty much decided by the end of the third quarter, uh, with a lot of the ineptitude going on in the with with the uh, the I was going to say the Diamondbacks with the Arizona Cardinals. So before I start to get in, because what we going to talk about at nauseum today, I want my thought my my big overarching topics are the foundation that's being created or the culture foundation, whatever you want, and is that in danger of of being disrupted by decisions that are made or not made. And so I'll get to that in a second. But what what were your thoughts of this game? They had Lamar Jackson. They I won't say they had him. He it was just pedestrian for for quite a while and then all, then all of a sudden the Cardinals um inefficiencies on offense built mixed with the the Ravens being able to get some drives put together and and Lamar making some plays it seemed like that was the that was the deciding factor. Yeah, after we saw what um, uh, the Ravens did to Detroit last week, I think that's what we were expecting to come over here and be that dominant team. And, um, you know, they came with their B game. They didn't come with their A game um, because it was, you know, semi-sloppy from the Ravens' perspective. I'm sure they would have wanted to come over here and and jump on us early and make this a non-contest. But we hung in there, and it was there toward the end it was sloppy, as you said, the the ending score doesn't tell the real kind of pace of the game. They kind of controlled it the whole way. As far as from our end, I continue to say, you know, what are we supposed to do or how are we supposed to play with a backup quarterback? You know, Joshua Dobbs, is, it is, he is who he is. And if anybody's expecting him to, like, lead the brigade and all of a sudden become something that he hasn't been over his seven years in the league, you know, as a backup, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I question that, you know, so, you know, they're doing the best they can hanging in some of these games. The thing is, Jay, we are where we thought the team, like the record is what we thought it was going to be at the beginning of the season. You right. were, we were surprised at how well they started out playing, but we said, and you know, it was not about the wins and losses. It was going to be how they looked on the field. And you talk about, you know, the culture and stuff like that leading into that. I still think you're out there playing hard. 
And that's yes. the thing about they're just playing with inefficient tools. If you if if you know if you, I'm not you know trying to be hard on the players, but we don't have star players at any of the positions other than Buda Baker, um, you know, and it's 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 showing. We just don't have the talent uh, to overcome the. You know, when other teams come in here, even if they're not playing their best, we don't have the, the talent to overcome that. And it's showing. And then, you know, we, it, our best hope is to start fast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we don't start fast, it's like, oh, that's not going to look good in the end. Yeah, we had, I think, it, the the scoring in the fourth quarter, those were the first fourth quarter points that we've had all season long. So to your point wow. there. So I want to dig in a little bit. One, one of the things, at least kudos to, to some extent in that, there we there's been one game one or two games where we thought man that it just the the we for the most part they've competed in every single game when it competing yeah. meaning they're trying we can tell that they're getting the effort and that's of course that's what you expect from a team but when there's losing that's starting to pile up you wonder if the effort will continue to be there or as uh players like yourself would say make those business decisions at some yeah. point during the season but they but the with 18 for 27 uh, Lamar Jackson had 157 yards in terms of passing and that compared to what he had the week before with 350 plus yards passing so there's there's some good things that are happening on the defensive end but you know we had um so yeah so you mentioned the the Joshua Dobbs being, you know, what, what do we expect? Here's the thing. So we're one in seven. So that's eight weeks of Joshua Dobbs being the, being the quarterback and correct me if I'm wrong, but typically a backup quarterback, which is, which is what we both believe that Joshua Dobbs is. He's a backup quarterback. Eight games, that's a long time for a backup quarterback. If you look at – if you, you want maybe two, maybe three tops for a backup quarterback to play before your starter comes back in. So this is just – this is – the as I mentioned last week, with like that regression to the mean. But is – is does the team just have to know and it, – just say that we got, we just got to hold our breath and continue to stay the course until Kyler Murray comes back. Cause if, cause again, listening to the post game show callers calling in and, and then some of the, again, the talking heads saying, gosh, it would have, should we have seen at least Clayton tune maybe in that second half, even if you go back to Joshua Dobbs this week, but should we have seen Clayton tune because Joshua Dobbs was making the, the some of those some of those passes he was making those decisions he was making those were why would you do that Joshua why would you do that but so should you have seen Clayton Dobbs at least I mean uh, Clayton Tune at least in the second half last week I mean of uh, yesterday this is a unique situation Jay because Joshua Dobbs is a a holding quarterback he's like holding the place yeah till you get your franchise guy back so it's not you know and then even then say we get kyler back in a week or two right Mm -hmm. we're one and set one and seven will be one and eight whatever it is this is not a championship season this is a season where we knew it was going to be we're going to we're going to be we got to be patient you know we're not going to win a bunch of games when we get uh our uh, kyler back then we'll see what we got and i question this jay yeah when you eventually get Kyler back, what are you still going to expect? It's not like he's going to be working with A-plus wide receiver group, uh, A-plus running game, A-plus uh, offensive line. It's still going to be what it's going to look like. It's going to look like Kyler Murray running for his life and making plays when he comes back and maybe getting a win or two. So in the meantime, do you want to go to Joshua or you, to Clayton Toon to see that? I mean, 
if yeah. we get to a point, and here's the thing. The the plan might be once Kyle is hurry, ready, we get him off IR or, you know, get him back in uh, on the roster, play him for three or four weeks to see what he's got and then shut him down for, for many different reasons, right? You right. might want to shut him down because you don't want him to get hurt to finish out the season when you're looking at what you got out there surrounding him. You want might want to sit him down because you have plans to investigate didn't say you're going to do anything, investigate to see what other options might be after right. the season, depending on right. where our draft pick is. So, and then, hey, all hail tune, because the last few games, <laughs> the last few games could be his then, you know, and that's the plan. You know, you, you're you not going to throw, if you eventually, hey, we've seen those Kyler, we don't want to get him hurt. Then the decision might be, he is our franchise guy, but. Let's get him out of there so we can rest him, let the knee get fully healthy over the rest next few months. Then in the draft, our plan is to go out and surround him with all the – we're going to beef up the offensive line, you know, uh, in the draft to go out to some free agents, wide receivers, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Connor will be healthy, maybe get him a backup. All these things could be the plan. And then, like I said, we're we're gonna see what the rest of the year looks looks like and get tuned in there. So, because you probably wouldn't go back to uh, Joshua Dobbs. But last thing I'll say on Joshua Dobbs, mm-hmm. the man has earned my respect in terms of coming in here with his talent, with the talent surrounded around him, and he's done a halfway decent job. He hasn't embarrassed himself in terms of being a back a good quality backup. And there's no you know backup quarterback in this in this league. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, it could be a lot worse, Jay. We've seen uh, a lot worse. You look around the league, you look at some guys who are franchise guys, and you're like, what the hell are they doing? Zach Wilson in, in, hmm. in New York with the Jets? That yeah. I mean, come on. That's supposed to be a franchise guy. So look right. what Josh was doing. He's at least in next season represent. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So sticking on this just a little bit more before I get to what you liked and then what what maybe frustrated you in the game from the Cardinals' perspective. So if should, with with Kyler, should he? And it's it's this is the this is the weirdest situation as you mentioned. It's not as if there's an established backup that you're going to and saying we'll just let him go. And and then and just just it is just an unenviable position, but. Do you think that car that Kyler should come back on the road, maybe with this with this this week's game or the next home game, which would be against uh, the Atlanta Falcons? I, I mean, because if he's going to start, I would imagine that there's if he's going to play, whether he plays two games, three games, whatever it might be, before they say, okay, we know what we got, we'll shut you down, almost like a in season preseason form or exhibition season of sorts. Yeah, but. Would it be better to go again? Because trying to keep them away, the, the Atlanta Falcons, their defense isn't terrible. And the and Cleveland, what they I believe their next opponent is Cleveland Browns, right? And they're yeah. not terrible. I mean, their their defense is pretty good. And so, if you're trying to hide them, it's almost like it's like trying to put somebody in what, what was the position in baseball where you would put them to hide them? Would that be left right field? field? Right, right field, field, right field. That's where you hide them, <laughs> right? And so it's not as if you can do that for for the quarterback in this way. So road home what do you think the next one or two weeks i mean we don't know where his mental status is because he's practicing fully well the first thing i'll uh, alert you to is that you can't hide anybody right football because and especially as a quarterback they're going to be coming to get you regardless that's and you you so there's no hiding him there is there i guess there is do we 
oh my goodness, how do you say it? Um, just the most comfortable, the most uh, secure place we can try to start him, in my opinion, would be at home. I don't think you send him over there to Cleveland. Cleveland's defense, um, they can be nasty on, on occasion. Uh, and, you know, like I said there's no place to – there's no safe place for him out there. Me personally, I would want him to feel as comfortable as possible, and I think I would do that at home on our grass uh, with the – you know, in the dome, you know, that type of thing. Um, it could, you know, you could send him over to Cleveland. It could be raining. It could be nasty, slippery out there. He's not going to have all the confidence in the world in that knee and leg to begin with. Good point. Uh, yeah, so I would I would wait the the couple weeks, give him as much work as I can, uh, you know, with the first team, and then unleash him on Atlanta. And then, you know, then the plan for me will be just, like I said, just to see what we have for a couple to three weeks. I'm not trying to throw him out there for the last eight games or seven games of the season you know, when he's not going to be protected. And also, you know, like I said, we're, we're, we're not going anywhere. And, you know, then I sit down and have the talk with Kyler, if I'm front office people, we sit down and say, this is our plan, Kyler. You know, it's not that we don't want to start you. It's that we, we've seen enough and you are our guy, you know, let him know that if that's the truth or, right, you know, right. You know. and, right. and we're, you know, we, we see, we, we want to surround you and, you know, so I would let him know and then, Hey, we're going to let you sit these last few out. But um, yeah, I wouldn't start him in Cleveland at all. All right. It, but if you start him, so just to, and this is going to be like a little bit of a dry shrunken version of, of believing the Arizona Cardinals today. But if you were to start him, are you are you being are you being tentative with him if you're the play caller? Or because you, you because to your point or they, they have to know what they have to a certain extent. And so if you're if you're pulling back on the play calls that if you're being super conservative, let's say, and you're taking out a third of the playbook or whatever the percentage is, you're not going to know if he is the right quarterback for a Drew Petzing system or to be able to, to fit into what uh, Jonathan Gannon is doing, right? Absolutely. I think you said it. Um, I liked how you said it'd be like a preseason for him, you know, and the whole playbook might not be in there. Um, and you definitely don't want to put him in harm's way in terms of like scrambling and stuff like that. But the problem is with, with uh, Kyler, he's not, in my opinion, a straight drop back quarterback in the pocket guy. So, you know, your game plan for him might be totally different than what it is for Joshua Dobbs. And if that's the case, you know, is Kyler the right guy? They might already know to be honest with you, but they might want to see, um, what, if we put him in these positions, you know, can he can he be the right fit? Uh, the other thing that scares would scare me, Jay, is the financial portion of it. Right. Uh, if he gets hurt, then the Cardinals are on the hook for you know for a lot of money. If he doesn't get hurt, we get him through the the the, the little you know portion here. Can we then figure out a way with his talent for right. someone else? think he's worth the money and can we you know figure out a way to you know there's all kind of questions uh, that are going to come up and you know the first things first you got to take a look if he's ready and and then kind of go from there it's scary man 
Yeah, it, it's it is it is a it is a nebulous, vague, uncharted territory what we have going on here with with this Kyler Murray situation. So, what is what are what's one thing that you liked about the the game or the performance from the Cardinals? What's one thing you didn't like? I'll go first. What I liked: four sacks, four sacks of Lamar Jackson. So that's a good thing. Four sacks for nineteen yards, but it was really just the the defense was trying to get after him and trying to do their best to the defensive line and the linebackers trying to corral him and and get that push. And so that was impressive to me so that's one of the things that I liked what about you I like the balance they've continued to be balanced even when we're behind and you you know we think oh my god here we go again uh you know 37 pass attempts for Joshua Dobbs 32 run attempts and for me that's really important the the, the uh, totals for our offense have been really really low this year um, we've been in like we got 64 whatever plays this time Mm-hmm. No wait for this. Yeah, sixties nine or whatever it is. You know, we we very rarely have gotten up into the seventy five range, eighty plays. You know what some teams have done. Um, you know, but we've maintained a balance. Uh, we haven't abandoned the run. For you know, for anybody who's been listening to the show for as long as we've been doing it, you know, there have been too many times you look at the the, the stat sheet and it's like 45 passes, 20 attempts, that type of thing. And the fact that we've maintained balance in the offense, regardless of the score, uh, is is has been impressive for me. Also, I'll say my, my man, three McBride, so Trey McBride, 10, 10 receptions. But I think what that tells you a little bit is that the they know that for the most part that Joshua Dobbs can't get that ball downfield. So we got to keep it mid and we got to keep it short. So that's that's what that tells me. But at least Trey, at least Trey McBride, three McBride doing his thing. But uh, what about what concerned you? What concerned me was, again, it's it, yes, it's a backup quarterback. But if you know that he is limited in that way, they were trying to run the ball. You, they for what uh, for different up to a certain point in that game there were more run rush attempts than there were pass attempts and then they got to a certain point where that balance started to kind of the 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 uh, seesaws kind of begin to swing a little bit but I would love to if you know the deficiencies or what your what your what your signal caller is not able to do then craft a better game plan to be able to try to accentuate that to get you in a position to win so that that would be the biggest thing for me. Yeah, mine, um, I just still, and obviously part of his limitations at the quarterback position, but no huge chunk plays, Jay. We still yeah. have, st- everything has been, you know, in front of the defense, and, you know, you, you got to take what you can get, but every now and then, bro, just drop back and let one go. Let's see how far he can throw the ball, but they have not done that. Everything's been up front. You know, as you mentioned, they did go to trail bunch this game, but, you know, when, I'm still waiting for, and maybe we'll get that with Kyler. He does have a pretty ball over the top, and maybe that's what they're waiting for. But yeah, just the offense is really just conservative. And I yeah. really would have liked for them uh, with Joshua Dobbs, you know, and some of these opponents just open it up and let it fly. Indeed. So he is Ed Smith. I am Javon Adams. We do this twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Mondays, we look back at the game that was Thursdays. We look ahead to the next opponent. And uh, we do this twice a week. So Mondays and Thursdays, we, as always, we are presented by Bet Online. And why don't you tell a friend and tell a friend about what we have going on here? We do appreciate it. And uh, until next time, as we always like to say around this time, uh, you can. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.